to my girl China because she put me out on Rico Nasty, man. That girl's really killing the game right now. It goes back to me telling you before, like, yo, Chicks is really running in the Atlanta right now. Man. I actually love Rico. I think she's dope. I think she's mad talented. And um, I like her voice. Like, for whatever reason, her voice is, like, really fire to me. What's up, Hash? Yeah! Yeah! We here, man. What's up? <laughs> How you doing? Uh, uh, Uh-oh. personally... Mm-hmm. My life is going to shit. But besides that, life is pretty great. I can't I can't lie. It's it's hilarious. I was thinking about it earlier, how like in the middle of like everything going wrong, you mm-hmm. find like this kind of calm peace once you find like, hey man, there's certain things you can't fix. So just work on the things you can fix and Yeah. It's gonna work out, man. Hopefully. Everything's gonna work God out. God know what he's doing. And it's gonna make for like a very good chapter in the book. Like I actually funny that you say that, like I have a meeting with, like, some lawyers this week to, mm-hmm. like, file for bankruptcy. And I'm not, like, ashamed or, like, feel shitty about it. Like, I mean, I'm 29. They was like, you know, if you're going to do it, do it while you're young. Mm-hmm. I've assessed the situation for years. So for any of you guys right me talking about it's a bad money move, unless y'all going to pay these bills. And first off, it's, it's something I mean, that businesses do all the time in order to... Rich people do it. So I'm... So, whatever. Anyway. I besides told, that, what's I going on, I told everyone man? if I wrote a book, um, it would be called Chapter 7. Mad fire, right? That's lit. Because you start in the book, but you are in chapter seven, but it's also a double entendre. Don't ask me how. <laughs> so what's going on, man? What's up? What's up? Nothing. I um would you not recap or yeah, what? Of course. So you were on a podcast and I was on a podcast. Shout out to us just, you know, doing the podcast. Right. Thing. Cheating on each other. We're not cheating. Mm. We're, we're spreading our oats. We're learning what Ladies. else is out there. Didn't we talk about this last week, Hash? You're yeah. not spreading no oats. I'm shutting your oat well, factory down. Club shooting season is year-round. Speaking of no. that, when I was on that podcast, I definitely shot my shot at one of the uh, other podcasts. Shout-outs to uh, the Wind Down podcast. They uh, were great. And uh, my boy John podcast. I got to remember that. Yeah, I will I wanna, somehow shout him out later on. I want to shout-out the homies Amp and Devin um, and their podcast, Random Acts of Podcast. Really fun Um experience i actually like it was funny how it even started because i actually was late as fuck getting to the podcast they were already on right. first of all don't of course me right. i'm usually prompt okay mm-hmm. anyways i got <laughs> caught up finishing the last season of the office so okay no sorry exactly i looked up and i'm like oh shit it's 30 I, I minutes past go. time right, I, I so 
I text that nigga like I'm watching The Office. Have y'all started? He's like, absolutely, but go ahead. Oh, and then I got to shout out uh, Kimball mm-hmm. from uh, the Decoded podcast. Uh, that's why we were all were there. Is that podcast? I'm on that episode. Go check it out. It just came out yesterday, or whatever day we dropped. Yeah, yesterday because today's today. But <laughs> <laughs> today, I today. Know, I don't know. Whatever. But uh, yeah, <laughs> he's definitely the first person I ever did a podcast with. He definitely made me feel like you know something I could be. Great at? Not even great at. Something I'd be passionate about doing and mm-hmm. actually wanting to look forward to doing the next episode. Mm-hmm. And I just need to find the right person and outlet that I would feel comfortable and real with. And mm-hmm. there's no one better than my friend Jack, man. So, you know, we here. That's true. So, uh, besides that, what else you got going on, man? Um, nothing. Cool. I, I don't. Okay. You're so excited. Why didn't you just go first? I d- I'm not excited. I have one thing. God. I have a show coming up next month. I can't talk about yet about the date or anything. Then why it, are you talking about because it? Because I'm doing my shameless plug shit now because uh, we have to do some stuff. And I'm really excited about just it goes back to a conversation I was having with you mm-hmm. and uh, just, you know, Atlanta taking back power. So shout outs to people. I shout out all the time. I had a shameless plug before I was, you know. Interrupted by me not being in the show. Go ahead, do your thing, girl. No, I um I just relaunched Beer Bomb again, Ooh. and it's sold out again. Ooh. Um, so much so that I ended up having to make extras just to get them out. Like I'm not, e- I don't even have any more shipping envelopes. Like right now, I'm waiting on the shipment of them, and niggas is like, I don't care, send it in the postal envelope or whatever. Um, which by the way, I swear you get something free every time you come to my house. But I have a Beer Bomb for you. <laughs> Hey, shit, winning. <laughs> hey, look, gotta come with the perks. Yeah, you get perks every time, and you got macaroni again. And I got macaroni today, you guys. Y'all don't understand. <laughs> I am drunk. I rolled good we gas today. I we fucking ate macaroni. I can't lose. Today's you, a great day, and we're going to the pool. You know who? Nigga, it's great. Hey, man, it's look, a great day. I got one more update I need from you. Oh, okay. So, uh, last episode, you shot your shot at my boy Neek. Ah, how did that? How did that work? Mmm. Did it work out? Oh. Um, you know, can I like decline to to answer or? I, I, I don't think so. No? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Not like even a little bit. I don't think so. Dang. I mean, y'all know I'm not a private, like not super private. I don't really care. Um, I mean, it went how. It should. The fuck you thought it was. Yeah. Like that. that's, what <laughs> that's what we. That's all you got is fucking. Oh, wow, we're shooters. Shit. We're shooters, my nigga. Like Two it's baskets. only gonna go one way, and that's fuck it. That's what I like to hear. All day. It Good went job. great. Um, I actually have um a, a date mm-hmm. on Thursday. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know, right? Yeah. Hey, man, look, Brody. It's like mad cute too. Like, I forgot how cute we were once upon a time. Like, for you guys that don't know, I've known him for, like, eight years. But we're both, believe it or not, Neek and I are incredibly shy people that a lot of people probably don't really I don't know if it's shy or just private. Is it nah, shy? We're, we're shy. Okay. Like, we blush. What's the word? Bashful. I'm about to say, y'all are Nick both... blushes. Y'all are, y'all are both dark as fuck. Exactly! You know how, like... Mm. overwhelmed with shyness you have to be to get a chocolate person to blush it actually hurts it feels like bruises on the inside of your cheeks mm. you're dark skin too and you that's blush why, that's why when you said it I felt that yeah your whole jaw tightened up you see mm-hmm, blushing but yeah I, I have a date and it just results in you know shooting your shot lady start waiting on these niggas all day it's not really their job if hey. you like them say what's up to them slide in their DMs I have no problem I actually got put on a Michael B. Jordan fan page. I didn't even tell you. 
So y'all know I'm crazy about Michael B. Jordan, or if you don't know, you know now. And it was his birthday last year on Twitter. And then my dumbass, of course, I was like, he was in London for his birthday. And I'm like, what hotel you at in London? I'm about to pull up and put this pussy on your sideburns. Last week, or a couple weeks ago, the fan club page posted me. Like, I didn't even know, because I don't follow the fan right. page. It's not really him. All of my friends was at me like, nigga, is this you? <laughs> So I know Michael saw it, so That's Michael, good. what's good? What's up with you? I've been shooting like all crazy. Right. I've been out here a while. Have you been like, bricking or nah, what? Nah, these are all okay. baskets. I've been in the gym. I, I'm not going to say I've just been getting shots up because I've been having quality shots. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm back in. I'm back in basketball shape. Okay. The, the Splash Bros is back out here. Shout out to my boy, Reeve. We're about to take the city out. I got some fun things I'm working on, like doing a little barbecue in the city, trying to do this uh, Sunday, Sunday with you. I'm so tired of you right now. <laughs> Can't even explain to you how Sunday fun day. Nope. Yeah. Sunday fun day. Yeah, we're going to do these Sunday fun days. Um, we're going to do these uh, wind down little events, you know, kind yes. of chilling. Game nights. Move. Shout yeah. out so one of the to gra- Shorty who said, yeah. Ash needs a black movie night. Shout out to embarrassing. Uh, Tori from Wind Down, the Wind Down podcast. Yeah, he does um, need a black movie night. That yeah, made me so happy movie. to hear. So I think I'm going to do that. We're going to do that all together. Just do big movie night. I got night mad black movies, too. You guys can uh, tell me all the black movies that I need to watch, and I will watch Nigga, them. literally, all, you haven't watched any? Any of them. Not, okay. Not any. Have you seen Above the Rim? Get out of my house. I've seen the scene when they would play basketball my man pulled the strap up. Is that the movie we're talking about? Nigga, you saw that because that's a gif on Twitter. Everybody's Relax. seen that part. No, no. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> All right. You're awful. What else you got? You got your performance this week. What else is going on? Um, Our podcast is going up, man. I, I Thank you. It really is. We have, I really haven't had a moment to really like thank you. Like we, We're like three episodes in now. Bro, don't make me cry. Ah, oh, man, look, bro. You just I'm gave mad me emotional. A, and it's funny because it's something that like people are paying attention to. They're like, yeah. yo, Hash, I've, I've been listening to your shit. Like, you funny as fuck and you need to keep doing this. But I'm like, y'all don't understand. Like, I kind of was pleading to her, like, yo, just give me a shot. Let me try. And she was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I didn't know how this was going to work. But I do know that our how we work together regularly outside of this is great. So I knew it was going to be good. But thank you. For giving me this opportunity. You're welcome, man. Thanks for even wanting to be a part of it, honestly. Because when I started the podcast, I had no idea what direction I was really going in. I just kind of got a feeling and ran with it. I was up, like, incessantly, like, for weeks that led into months just planning and just thinking of how I wanted to do it. And I I eventually knew I was going to go the co-host route. It's just you got to have the right energy. And mm-hmm. then it's like, you know, we shoot at my crib. Mm-hmm. I'm not just having any motherfucker in here because you sound cool on the radio. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, like you my nigga. So yeah. it's like we already know each other enough to it's like. Yeah, so this is just know. adding cameras to how we would be next to each other. Right. Anyway. Even though you tried to cuss me out the other day. Because you just heard it. Wow. Wow. I feel attacked. All right. So what you want to talk about, bro? You got any interesting topics? I got a couple of them. But, Jada uh, Pinkett has a new pussy. <laughs> Pete, my interest. Yep. So, um, I I brought it up briefly on Random Answer Podcast because I I mean I just thought it was fucking hilarious just the way I said it. But I mean, there's nothing really out of the ordinary. Uh, most women of a certain age, you lose elasticity in the poom poom, and you know you don't want stuff falling out and like apparently it was a problem with incontinence 
which for you word of the day people who don't know it's uh not being able to control your bladder so like all of that is connected and right. like when you get older you like you know you kiki a little bit and then you pee pee a lot so she, a lot i mean yeah it's pee like it's pee it's a lot of pee I don't know. It might be a sprinkle. I no one asked her, but the point is, is that she got vaginal rejuvenation. Um, burr, 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 burr. Right, Jamaican air horns all day. But she said um, she didn't exactly replace her entire vagina, but rather go. Rather, she did undergo vaginal rejuvenation to help bladder incontinence. Pinkett, stop. Who is? <laughs> stop. You can't just move forward. Yeah, I can. She didn't just replace her whole vagina. So we did. We doing that? Is it like a bargain bin for vaginas? I think that there's a place you can go, like Big Lots or something. So I work at Macy's. We have a <coughs> we have a clearance rack. Is I don't. Like th- a, I think that's where the bad pussies go. Like who's gonna buy no, a clearance, clearance pussy? They have great shoes on clearance. Stop I'm not buying. I'm not buying clearance don't pussy. Don't play like, Hey, relax. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. But I mean, are you buying Goodwill pussy? No. Macy's is not Goodwill. I know. We got some great stuff. For I you. know. Are you, buying Nordstrom, are you buying Nordstrom Rack Pussy or are you just going straight to Saks Fifth? Mm. Okay. Exactly. No one wants a secondhand pum pum. Unless she rejuvenate that thing. She, she get it reposted. She, it's she, like buying an old wig. It's Chris gross. Was like, you know, I need some work done. No, that's gross. I'm crazy. Anyways. I, told, I don't know if I've ever told you this before, but top two, not two vaginas is pregnant pussy. Like, are we doing this today? I mean, we started. You, she got a whole new one. So I thought we were talking about vaginas now. She did not get a whole new one. I just, it just sounded. Oh, she good got an upgrade. Yes. Yeah. She, she got, got a, a. She got her poom poom rotated and balanced <laughs> in an alignment. Take it to the shop, hey. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, ooh, she got Where's that exhibit. Oh, right. <laughs> Pimp your poom poom. But she said that yeah, she I only had. Like so I put a clip on your. Clit, yeah, so. I went ahead and uh, gave you some velvet walls. Wow. Go ahead and touch those. Don't they feel nice? That's put a new sound system in that joint. Ooh. Like, what if her pussy got like Bose speakers in it? A click get a spinners. How you dope could, would that be though? Be, but listen, that would work for both of us. If you put spinners on her clip, then it'll be always. Stim- I went. All I gotta do is hit it. Yeah. And the pussy stop, but this the rims exactly still spinning. Exactly what we're doing, mom and dad. This is great. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She said this. I'm just moving on. I'm sick of you. <laughs> she got only three treatments for vaginal rejuvenation, and she said that her pee problem has completely diminished. The mother of two now loves the new way her, her new vagina looks and feels. She said, mm-hmm. when I tell you. <laughs> when I tell you. <laughs> I know she said it like that, too. When I t- listen, hey, she said, hey, listen. Baby, look. Let me tell you something. <laughs> when I tell you. Mm-hmm, that thing right there, yanking. That good. Back to that mac and cheese like this here. That mac and cheese, though. <laughs> she said, my, my Yanni is like a 16-year-old. I'm like not a, kidding. Top, pause. I, relax. First of that all. That was mad rapey, Jada. Hey, thank you. Because if Yikes. a dude that said some shit like, her pussy is like a new 16-year-old, <laughs> that nigga lost his job. So Cringe. I'm just saying, relax. Everybody calm down. She said, uh, it looks like a beautiful little peach. That sounds like a really big pussy though, because a peach is huge. Maybe she meant like a pitch, a peach pit or something. I don't know. I don't. I, are pussies the size of peaches, I, I, or are I, they like nectarines? What are they, Hash? What fruit is equivalent to a pussy? Like a strawberry? So I seen this weird video online. Is like white guys like fingering. Fruit yeah, fruits. he doesn't get real pussy. It was right, like but I mean, the, and all yeah, that. it's gross. I don't know. But a peach, I mean, a peach is big. Yeah, it's really nice. I don't think that's a new pussy, though, if it's already face, big. Face size. 
Yeah. All right. Can um, we talk about how something I talked about last week? What? You thought I was being a dick, <laughs> and your boy proved it. I might. We just gonna play the clip for a second, and then just then go ahead, cause I, your boy Wale. That's your boy. No, that's your man. So you tried to fucking defend this guy. You tried to tell me that he, what he was doing, or maybe I'm just that's pineapples. Nigga the fuck <laughs> out of here, so Damn, I don't much, even know the words. Pretty much this dickhead said that he feels like you got upset at you. I don't even know if you really said this. I just saw the headline. You said that uh your your dark skin is mm-hmm. what's been holding you back in the rap game. Racial ambiguity helps in anything in America. That's just it, it is. That's just what it is. Probably except for maybe sports. But racial ambiguity helps. At some at some level. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like even in acting, like you, you can play uh like oh Italian. Greek. Yo, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. What is he talking about? Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. This is why I told you before. I don't want to say that I need him to just go die, but don't Twitter be killing people off sometimes? Can we get Twitter to just kill him off right now? I think it's TMZ you got to call. Whoever. Make the call. Press the button. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Make the call. Make the call, bro. It's, you a, it's can't not working. Kill Wale. He, he just killed had himself. A baby. He killed himself. He keeps making himself the bad guy. What are we talking about right now, bro? Nah, people are hating on you now because you're black. No, it's not because you you're black. It's because you're dumb as fuck. Because you say no, dumb because you shit. keep talking about things like that. What are you doing right now? Do you have any music out right now? Any? N- no. All right. So, <laughs> so why are you on Breakfast Club right now? I just I think it's crazy for him of all people to say that he feels like racial ambiguity is the way of life and all this other bullshit, and he's being hit on for being dark skinned when at one time he wouldn't even post certain colored women in his video. So it's like, are you really just like, he's on like some Me Too shit. Like he sees like women do shit like that and talk about, oh. We've not talked about Wale way too long. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You brought it up. I know, but just to say I was right and then give you an example. I'll give you that. For why this nigga needs to just go sit in a that. fucking classroom. You know what's himself. even crazier when what? it comes to black people? What? Black Panthers, Killmonger beat Thanos for best villain. Shut the fuck. Yes, he did. Swear to God. Isn't that crazy? That is ridiculous. That's so blabbity black or whatever those people are. Did they realize that Thanos killed off half existence? All they know is Killmonger ripped off a jean vest to expose some studded, ribbed for pleasure type of body. Wakanda sometimes. (laughs) Like, yeah, I I couldn't believe that. on occasion. Like, y'all niggas really voted... (laughs) Like, I get it. I, I get it, black people. But I don't at the same time. Wakanda it's like, you guys don't understand what the fuck that movie was. Wakanda one day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. You know, it works out. Like, the, do they have leap years in Wakanda? Wow. Cause this I don't is, know, but I'm tired. Listen. I'm sick of the Wakanda. I'm sorry, but like I'm Chad, sick of the Wakanda shit. I feel like that boy Chadwick, like, have you, have you seen him out here when they keep... And nigga looks very sick of it. He's like, nigga, okay. It's and then his mother it's apparently it's. told him that he didn't do the Wakanda thing when he was on stage, so he had to go do it the I would have told my mom, like, mom, I'm sorry, but I'm... Go fuck yourself. <laughs> mom, she didn't say that. I didn't say that. She, none of us said that. Like... Damn, you didn't do the X thing. Like, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. It's not real life. And Michael B. Jordan is hardly, he was hardly even a believable villain. The whole hey auntie shit is played out. The only part in that movie I liked 
was when he thought Killmonger was dead and that nigga came back and he's like, see, I'm not dead. And he said, oh, no, nah, that challenge shit is dead. Mm-hmm. And he turned around like, nigga, we just going to ignore this nigga right here. <laughs> like, he's not even here. He's dead, bro. That was, that was the best part of the movie for me. Mm-hmm. Other than that, no. That's crazy as fuck. I thought that was crazy. Black people do better. Be better nerds. <laughs> okay. I would like to speak on the fact that, uh, you know, we're just updating people. Mm-hmm. So... 6 9 we seen him when he was in Chicago at the clip. Mm-hmm. So security footage came out. And on the security footage, you can see he pulls up at 3.20 in the morning and leaves at 3.30. Well, 3.20 still. It was <laughs> only 17 seconds. Wow. He, he literally was outside long enough to make that clip, get back into the uh, security van, and leave. He's... He's a burger. But I will say, I don't know how real this is right now, but he is. it seems like in the wake of Triple uh, X's death, 6 9 has realized like some of his trolling is kind of getting out of hand, and he said he's going to chill out. I hope it's too late. I don't, I don't say that. I've, I've, I'm, I don't no, think we're always going to no, play devil's advocate on this. I didn't even play devil's advocate. I said I was going to keep the same energy. So if it happens to this nigga... And you look for it, but I hope it's too late. I hope the niggas like, nah, keep on it. What's all that shit you was talking last week? Like, I really hope it's like, whatever. I think what's funny about this whole situation, honestly, is how, um, how big of a bird Chief Keith's little baby mama is. Who she actually, I think she either gave six nine head or fucked. I don't really know, but she went on radio to say that Keith's dick is bigger, and it's like six nine. You did all of that just to get played, just to get played by some. Llama llama hey, bitch. type of chick. You still have my little ass nuts in your Your meat is so. still little. Still and she went and got the same color hair as him and everything. Like it's really it's really corny and crazy. So it says my dick small or not. My dick is big <laughs> my dick is big enough to make you change your it hair. It influences you right. I don't yeah, know. Alright. I feel we like gotta ask some of Dennis Rodman's old bitches because I'm sure that would be the same thing. Right, whatever, man. I okay. ain't fucking with it. <laughs> you know how you feel about Wale? We've we've talked about six nine for too long on this podcast. Yeah. You're I right. don't like him. Yeah, I, I respect that. We can move on. I feel like we. I, I hopefully, I really feel like this might be like the end of having those comic cons, those yeah, type of conversations. Yeah, like for that nigga. I just want Wally to shut the fuck up, <laughs> life, bro, for life. What? Um. You sound like a sassy bitch. Good. Sorry. Yo, everyone is a sassy bitch to you. Because that's what it's become now. Everybody's really like. They enjoy telling you off or telling you about yourself and shit like that. Like having the comeback is cool now. Like, hey, I okay, I'm listening, but I just gotta win. So, did you see me tweeting Lyft earlier today? Mm-hmm. They had me all the way fucked up with some crazy driver, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is crazy. Like I was late to my nail appointment. Long story short, I was pissed. Whatever, mm-hmm. I went off. I did what white people do. Right. I was like, this is an outrage. Mm-hmm. Someone got. I was me. told by Apple Care that I-, I could come in the store and get the phone. But yeah, so they were like, email us basically on some, let me know what happened and we'll think about it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, this will happen. They was like, I'm sorry that happened. We'll make sure you're no longer paired with that nigga. No, I also want my money back, right. bitch. So then they just emailed me while you were talking and said, we normally don't do this. They're full of shit. But for you, my nigga, we'll What's honor it? this refund. Okay, so. Uh, so, yeah, I just got funny, 20 bucks. I have a funny uh, anecdote from that. Mm-hmm. I am uh, banned from Uber. <laughs> 
because <laughs> what? Because I had my own scam that I was doing for a long time. I wasn't doing real scams like how everybody else was. I was giving everyone negative reviews, and I need my money back. <laughs> <laughs> How's your ride? One star, bitch, no, and I'll tell you another. why. So what happened was once I had an Uber driver who was drunk, yeah. like legit almost hit a car oh, yeah, no, on my I, way to I'm work. So I fucking compa- complained to them. They was like, yo, my G, what the fuck? They was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You will never deal with him. Here's your money back plus some credit for the next Uber. And you was like, ah. Oh. So wait, hold on. You're not even going to check if this was real? <laughs> y'all just go, I bet y'all don't fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so for like a solid year... I was free Uber wherever I needed to go. I would pay shit. for it. I would have just enough money for my ride for me to go wherever I got to go in the Uber. And then when I get there, that person almost killed me. That person almost took my life. I can't deal with it. And then what <laughs> happened was someone, someone was like, yo, you know, that could be like negatively, negatively affect their Ubers. Yeah. So at first I was like, I don't care. Tell them to catch me in traffic. <laughs> but then I actually got an Uber that was a friend of mine's mom mm-hmm. and she was like right down the street from me it just clicked in my head like damn these people are real people bro i can't i can't ruin these people's lives nigga you that didn't I, think that i did before but like i said i don't give a fuck come holla you're like white people hey man look white people are like white people no that was some white people shit mm-hmm. these people are real people company fuck you <laughs> nigga I, I they out here trying to get trying their to kids eat. i'm trying to eat too and- I, I gotta get to work I only have a certain amount of money for the week. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Okay, we all out here finessing. We all out here trying to get Did it. Did you hear about the couple who Uber pooed to their wedding and got mad because they didn't understand how pool worked? And some nigga joined the ride, and he was getting like dirty looks the whole time. And they're like, "Could you get out of our Uber?" And he's like, "Fuck you! Yeah, I fuck have to go to work." <laughs> like, why would y'all Uber pool on your wedding? You are you that broke? Y'all, that's definitely a red flag. Like, we shouldn't be doing this. Pool from that one time. But it started off where I got in. It was like that. It was a, it was two girls, and they were, like, ridiculously drunk. And I got picked up from work. I worked at Taco. Came to pick me up, and I'm driving them home. And they're like... Ah. Uh, can you get but out of my I'm, pool? I'm having a great time, too, because, shit, I was at work. Nigga, fuck y'all. And uh, I ended up bagging one. Okay, yeah. we're done. All right. Move on. I'm sick Shoot a shoot. Speaking of Topgolf, real quick, guys. Um, Topgolf just started college night on Tuesdays. I'm in college. It's online college. It still fucking counts. Like, mm-hmm. don't think because you're in um, internet college or whatever the fuck. I don't care if it's Everest, my nigga. You're in college. So, on Tuesdays at Topgolf, you get $15 cover charge with your college ID from 8 to 11. You're on the couch. Dip. You're not doing shit. Get your ass up. So my nigga, get up and go, go to Topgolf. Stop being a bitch. Damn, they should hire you back. Yeah. Um, you get discounted <laughs> appetizers. Um, <laughs> it's a great marketing player. And, uh... That's that's it. That's it for Topgolf. Stop being a little bitch. <laughs> go to Topgolf. Nigga, my nigga, you're in college. You're, you go, you you're spending money for nigga, right? You might as well get some fucking money back. You're paying for shit. It's not going to matter. Damn, wow. I mean, that's how I feel about it. Wow. <laughs> like, all right. It's my second run in college. I'm not really fucking with it. Um, Can we talk a little bit about Childish Gambino? Uh, put that song out, This Is America. And then a couple of days ago, I seen another song out that came out like a year ago or something like that that was eerily similar. Really? Yeah. So normally we play little clips and shit like that, but I don't know the company that his music is signed yeah. to. We're not getting sued. Fuck that. But uh, they sound really similar. I don't have it. I just got this 20 back from Lyft. Yeah, fuck it. I just told y'all what I had to do to Uber to survive, so obviously. <laughs> but apparently they're saying like they, people are really thinking this song is stolen and... Only comment I have on this really is like, 
if he stole it, mm-hmm. it is, um, it's unfortunate and that's fucked up. We are artists. Everyone is influenced by people. There have been many a time where I've heard a song or I've heard a beat. A producer sent me a beat and the beat sounds just like a song I've heard before. And I'm like, yo, I could freak it my way. Mm-hmm. And just say, you know, like, you want to be as original as possible. You want, but people, things are in a vacuum, my nigga. Right. Life is so... It's going to happen. Get off the nigga dick. Did bro. he steal it or was he just influenced by it? Alleged. Because I, I mean... You know not, me. I, I, I just got in the beehive. I'm not gonna say it. See, there you go. But she does it all the time. There we go. And y'all know who the fuck I'm talking about. She steals shit from YouTube all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. But all right. I know what you're talking about. Um, I want to talk about. Wait, do I have this window open? Okay, cool. I want to talk about. Um, so the Carter's joint album was actually pleasantly better than I thought it was gonna be. I can't stop playing it, and I'm kind of. I don't know. I kind I talked a lot of shit about not wanting a joint album, but I'll tell you who I actually am looking forward to a joint album from if the music still sounds the same. Hmm. And Ja Rule and Ashanti have I answered that. I told you the only times I ever want to hear from Ja Rule. Period. Anytime it is a life crisis or anytime he wants to talk about how he swindled all those white people out of money, I'm here for that. Ooh, what was that thing called? I don't remember what it was called. Who are you right now? Yo, I'm just nostalgia. <laughs> Who am I? You're fucking shoulder leaning. Hey, man, listen. <laughs> Did I ever tell you my theory about how Jaru ruined hip hop? I'm listening. We'll save that for another episode. Okay. No, you can't just do that, Hash. You can't. It, it, we will go down a scary rabbit hole with that man, bro. Just know that nigga ruined hip hop. I'm going to be on Jazz's side. And I always am. So I don't care. All right. Anyways. They're coming out with a joint album. Ja Rule, if you're listening, only you can save it. <laughs> he ruined it so only he could bring it back? Who is he, the fucking Avengers? He is. He's definitely Doctor Strange. Thank you. Your boy Drake album dropping soon, too. You know that. It is. Watch how you speak out my name. Fuck, he got a couple of days. Uh, I mean, when does it drop? What's that the for 29. Hmm. Are you going to listen? Probably. Are you going to be excited? I only listen to a lot of old fucking R&B and shit now. I haven't really like been listening what? to it. Have you seen Freddie Gibbs' uh, album cover? I'm, it looks like I'm Teddy just, Pendergrass. That album is amazing, yeah. too. It's great. That was my toe. I was like, what is touching me? <laughs> <laughs> that was my toe. Are you, are you dancing to the song you said you good hated? Songs, no, no, no. Good songs. Are, eh. I don't even like this Oh, song. don't change. No, no, don't. I'm not. It, you just got catchy. really happy. I told you before it was catchy. It's a catchy song. I just don't like it. It's not good enough for that video. The video's not good enough for the song. No, it's the other way around. The no. song is not good enough for the video. All right, I'm listening. Can't go 50, 50, but no hope. What's next? What do you got? Cleo, get out of here. Currently, I got one thing today, which was a veteran set himself on fire outside the Capitol building in Georgia, like Georgia State Capitol building today. In his defense, he probably was asking for benefits, and the niggas was ignoring all of his letters and calls, and he was like... All right, I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna have to bring out the big guns. Wow, that's that's the big guns. Light himself on fire. Yeah, it's all calm down. For Niggas not listening. Just <laughs> Lil Wayne lighter flame. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet that I bet he got their attention. Did he die? Mm, yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. Nigga, you didn't say that. You said he let him. That could have been like a <laughs> real quick, and then you <laughs> put it out. He was like, "Oh, I didn't want to die. I just want y'all niggas to look at me." Right. Hash, that's not fair. You don't finish your sentences. You said, better than set some stuff on fire, period. Where there should have been a comma. 
And I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm not good with my punctuation. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm fucking done. I have a question I want to ask you, right? What? And then uh, we can uh, post this to people on Twitter. Well, no, a friend of mine from Twitter posted it, right? Mm-hmm. So his Twitter name is X the Mad Hatter, and he asked, <laughs> Would you rather your significant other blatantly curb and advance or just ignore it? I don't get curved, so I wouldn't know. Whoa. Talk your shit there. Yeah. Nah, I don't care. <laughs> you can't do that after you just hyping up Drake earlier. You played. I can Drake do the Pusha push T ad libs as much as I want. It's, a, it's not a free country. Mm. Wow. You see how that just rolls out the tongue and it's a lie? That's crazy. Women are liars. Um, Where did we just go just now? <laughs> wow. All I right. get so many hate tweets. Yeah, um, like would I rather my significant. Okay, if they're already a significant other, then what are we talking about? Whether it's somebody, somebody you're interested in? No, so I'm talking to a chick, it's my shorty, and niggas is shooting a shot. How oh, curve her, other people? How do I want her to oh. respond? So would I rather my nigga curve bitches or just, like, ignore it? Yeah. Like, if, if somebody was to, like, be in his comments, like, hard eyes, and he's just like, huh, Nothing, next caller. Not even responding, or she in his DMs is just a whole bunch of un- unread messages. Honestly, I want him to curve her. Like, I w- you ever seen that Vine of, um, um, damn, his name is on the tip of my tongue. Starts with the K. The nigga from Vine from New York, um, with the big teeth. Sure. All right. This is gonna bother me. That's right, so We'll come back. No, <laughs> we'll stay right here. Uh-huh. Damn it, Capri. Capri Fernandez, how he was like, how niggas be when they get a girlfriend, he walking on the street, Shorty just like, hey, how you doing? He's like, fuck you, bitch. I got a girl. Fuck out of here. I got a girl, whatever, whatever. She's annoying. <laughs> like, I, honestly, I'm not opposed to that. Um, do you have to be out here calling women bitches in my honor? Sure. Sure. <laughs> I was going to say sure. no. I thought you was too. <laughs> like, no, no. I got to be respectful. Nah. Uh, curve and that, sh- that respectful curve doesn't work, especially with women. We take that shit like, oh, <laughs> that's cute. Nah, my respect. You got a little girlfriend. I want, that's cute. I like my shirts to curve them just because it's fun to watch. Yeah, I want you to curve people. I don't want you to be like, <laughs> nah, don't babe. ignore them. You're not you're not above that shit. You're in the game too. We all are. Yeah, here. and I feel like if you ignore people, if you're not direct with people and you just play the ignore game, they're like, oh, maybe you didn't hear me. Yeah. They feel yeah, like yeah. they gotta come harder. Or not even. Like, maybe nah. you're just not fucking with them right now. They could come back later. Yeah. But if it's like yo, I gotta, I'm, I'm dealing with something. Chill out. Man, I don't know. even want you to say that. I want you to be disrespectful. I'm, I can't disrespect you. I'm dealing with something. No, I want mm-hmm. you to be like, fuck out of here, bitch. I gotta wow. Have you seen her mac and cheese on IG? Fuck out of here. That's what I want. I'm trying to get her pregnant. Get out of my fucking... <laughs> Nick, don't listen to him. Club Why are you trying to ruin season? my life? I told you it's club shooting season. Why are you trying you know, to ruin my life? I'm letting it go. I'm letting it go. Not ever. You're not, crazy. Not ever. You're club crazy. You're if, any, if any women go on a date with you, you better not ever tell me because I'm going to tell them to make sure they OD on plan B because you can't OD be trusted. On, okay. First couple times I need to know OD on the plan B too. Nah, I'm playing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh, all right. So I want to ask you something, Hash, because we talked about me shooting my shot. Mm-hmm. And you talked a little bit about shooting your shot on that other podcast. It is mm-hmm. not our podcast. Mm-hmm, fuck them. Not um, fuck them. I love them. I mean, yeah, it. no, not fuck them. No, I'm just being a brat. Like, mm-hmm. guys, I, I don't know you, but I love you. Um, What is... The craziest and most random way you've ever shot your shot, and did it work? Um, 
I don't know about random, only because I'm I'm very straightforward with mine. So the most recent one was on the pod, like literally in the middle of the podcast while I was we're having a discussion about shooting your shot. Mm-hmm. She talked about how she likes guys, like specifically in her DMs, to do shit. And when her the her co-host said, uh, yeah, you got to be more subtle with it or something funny. You can't just be in there like, hey, bitch. Everybody laughed. I was like, I want to see if hey, bitch works. And she was like, I want to see it too. <laughs> so I DM shorty, hey, bitch. You're lying. I swear to God. What? I'm not lying with you. That's how the conversation. I mean, but it, you got to realize it's in cute. context though. Exactly. We're Something's having a conversation about it. Like- <laughs> no, but that's what it was. We're in context and I'm not afraid in front of all these niggas and the radio and Twitter Mm-hmm. Hey, bitch. And drop some funny little comments. Would it work in real life out of context? I highly doubt it. <laughs> highly, highly doubt that. You I don't wish. have confidence in yourself. I, I do. I don't have confidence in the... I don't want a bitch who's going to go for hey, bitch, comfortably. That's true. Without context. Funny, like, man, you know? What's up, bitch? Yeah. She's like, hey. Hey, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> that pussy's scary. That pussy bite back. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, you know... I told her, oh, scariest one was I told the girl, I slid in her DMs and told her it's a beautiful day outside. She said, yeah. I said, I have a balcony and I want to eat it from the back while you try to roll up on the balcony. Okay, honestly, that's not crazy because I'm going to tell you how your boy got me and not Neek. I didn't, I got that part. All right, cool. Damn. Uh I mean, he says it all the time, so as soon as I say it, it's probably going to be like, oh, him. Okay, but anyways, like, literally got me to, like, actually respond and pay attention to a DM. He said, um, let me eat your ass as a friend. And I was like, what does that entail? And he's like, I'm going to take you out and show you. And Good guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't let him eat my ass on the first date, though, because I wasn't trying to, like, I mean, you're a savage-ass nigga. You eat your ass on the first date. I'm not going to say he didn't try, so I should have known. I should have known. Can you not put my man's out like that, bro? Why? He's great at it. If I could stand him, he could do it every day. But I don't like him. I just got into asking. Okay. Like, I just got into it. How's your experiences so far? We're not doing this today. Apparently, we are. We're not. You asked me how my experiences were. No? Nope. I actually don't want to know. You're like... And this is sounds like so curveville, but you're like a brother to me. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. know your ass eating right, experiences. Yeah. Just like you're not gonna ask me how my date's gonna go on Thursday. Yeah, no, I don't. But I don't. Huh? You're gonna make me be a dick. No. Nope. Now it's not that I. It's not that you're like a sister to me. I, I genuinely don't care. <laughs> so <laughs> what's he gonna? What's he gonna ask? <laughs> the most I was gonna ask was, so did you uh, talk to him about being on the podcast? Because <laughs> that's as far as I was. I'll ask go. him. We'll see. Um, we need to talk about how real crip niggas out here holding it down for crip niggas for life. Ooh. I am not a crip member, okay, guys? Just understand that. But my family is crip. And there goes that sponsorship. That's what I, what do you mean? It doesn't matter. That's, they're, they're family. It's literally my family where I grew up on. But just crip people are just amazing, bro. Crip niggas are just, they hold it down, they thorough. So, mm-hmm. my boy Nipsey had to let a nigga know, like, well, hey. Well, they have a clip before you, before you say that. Oh, my God. Say to the face. <laughs> what? Slap. <laughs> Yo, so I don't really know the backstory to why this nigga had to get bitch slapped. But that nigga. Look at the clip. Let's watch the clip again. Fuck. What did you hear that way? That nigga slapped the sonic rings. It was like with the tips of his. <laughs> I think, okay, so I don't know. 
<laughs> and what's crazy is the nigga got in his car, kept, go- kept going on, and then got on stage right after. Like, like nothing. Like, I didn't just slap a BET exec. That's not the first time I've ever slapped a BET exec. I does this, all right? What, out here, bro. Out what's here. even funnier is somebody was like, uh, BET execs, they getting their hands put on them. Like, getting hands put on them. And I brought up the clip of... Uh, Rihanna smacking Stephen Hill in the mouth with some fucking money. With the money? Yes. And niggas was like, oh, I think she was just playing. I'm like, no. no she no, wanted to no. bring the money on stage to Thank promote you. Bitch Better Have My Money. He was like, we can't do that. This is like a family show. You're pro- Look at this bitch. I hate this cat. And you're promoting like stripper or whatever. And she was like, nigga, fuck, yes. smacked him with a stack of money. And it always brings me back to like that moment at ATL. Where a uh, big boy asked for his money. Stop, Cleo. Damn. We keep talking about people putting hands on that. Uh, that also uh, brings me back to this nigga Dame Dash. Ooh. He just pressed, what's your boy name? Lee Daniels? He did. Because Lee Daniels owes this nigga $2 million. I'm going to let you pull that up while I play some interlude. I didn't. Pay me what you want <laughs> So you can't really hear the clip, right? But in the clip, he says things like, uh, Damon, I'm going to call you. No, I need to know what we're going to do about this. We're about to have a, a lawsuit, and I'm about to go public. As a black man, I gave you money when you needed it, and now I need my money, and I don't have it. $2 million, bro? That's working capital. You told me you'd give me my money in a month. Lee Daniel says, I know I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong. Damon said you didn't invite me to pressure. Dang. How do you mean to say I know I owe you $2 million, but not right now? Like, how do you comfortably... T- I, if I owe somebody 20 bucks and they're like, give me my money, I'm like, listen, I know. But you got to remember, a nigga, like, I get it. a nigga like Damon Dash, he said this before, he lives in court cases. Like, lives in court. He has no I, honestly, I don't... So, I mean, maybe I'm ignorant to this, but I don't even think Dame Dash had $2 million to lend out. crazy. Listen to me. First of all, Dame Dash has equity he has actual real things that are making money for him i mean that's cool that's cool i think that's cool i'm talking about since rockefeller stopped first of all i knew about this just because you know i told you before currency is my favorite artist one of the big one of the big things that propelled currency was leaving his independent label for a second and going well not leaving but taking his label and working with damon dash and damon dash linking him in new york and Mm -hmm. giving him a lot more press and more notoriety that kind of like propelled him up there he has he started his own independent quote-unquote like netflix for black movies he has tv shows he started he's he's really putting his money in other places has his own directing company Mm -hmm. like he's doing other things like that instead of getting the superficial things he started investing his money into the people who are creating so when a person like lee daniels is creating and we don't know lee daniels like that yet and i need two million dollars he would go to a dame dash and that's how that's how lee daniels gets the money to do a precious to do what you understand yeah and he does all these things and then now my g i need my money back so monique wasn't lying about that they just was talking about that he is a grimy ass nigga Damn, he's gay too, so I don't and know. And I feel like I don't know nothing about that. I ain't none of my business. Stop doing that. You are waiting for what? these gay to beat us up. And I, I don't understand why you, why you want to beat with these gay people. Let them They're get crafty with people. their coin. Like, I will say that. Gay yeah. people know how to secure a bag, whether it's the right way or the wrong way. He secured $2 million and is basically telling this nigga to I chill out. Like, I'll call you. you. What? I wish I had that. 
That's, that's crazy. While we on stage at some gala. He's like, my nigga, you causing the scene. Relax. Yeah, I'll call you later. Yeah, I'm gonna give you my number and I'm gonna call you. <laughs> I'll call you tomorrow. I'll beat him up. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, you owe me two million dollars. So okay, okay, and I'm not man. being violent right now. You talking about I'll this call camera, you later. This camera's here. I gotta cover my mouth so you don't fucking <laughs> see me tell you. Do a LeBron. Put like, the right, right, camera so. mouth. I'm gonna kill you, bro. I'm going to put money on your fucking the same two million. I'm about to pay another two million. It's like don't worry about that money you owe me, nigga. Dead pussy, you're dead. That's your hit money. You ain't never gonna make another. There ain't no precious two pussy. You're dead. <laughs> you're dead. It's over with. Like, two million? That's you're not even dead. Your kids money. is dead. Like you ain't even a lot of people have to money. die. Yeah, a that's lot a of lot of money. Two million. And you telling a nigga for to you to be comfortable? You making more movies? You getting more millions on top of that? With my, like I know you two nigga, but I just made ten. Wow, Lee Daniels, get your shit yeah, together. Yeah, That's fucked up. Don't do Dame like that. He's been through enough. Right. Get your shit together. Go into your um. My little spiel. We're gonna go into Hash's spiel. I'm gonna let him have this side of the um podcast. But I feel like it's about the whole Atlanta indie art scene. Am I right? Am I yes. right? Am I right? Are you gonna talk so, about our Atlanta gallery yeah. life? Uh, uh, okay, so this part. I told y'all I want to continue the segment of how we can make art and music in Atlanta, the 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 working relationship between artists and curators. I've had I had somebody earlier today tell me, uh, put on Twitter, my a friend of mine, Willis Deline, who is an artist mm-hmm. who is making his way in Atlanta just like everyone else. Dear creatives, stop booking venues at bars and lounges for people to perform. Invest money and your effort into putting together a quality show and stop putting 20 niggas on a ticket. Nobody wants to see 17 niggas nobody ever heard of perform. Now, as a person who has been on those shows and made those shows, I have, I'm, I have both sides. Yes, I, I don't want to be on the show with 100 niggas I've never heard of before that nobody really gives a fuck about. But I also want to put out a show where I give people opportunities to do things. It might be 20 of y'all, my nigga. You're not good enough, obviously, to stand on your own. So I need 20 other niggas to make you even relevant. Mm-hmm. So I want to start putting that onus back on the artists to create their fan base. It is not up to, to, create, to curators to create your fan base. It is only for curators to expand your fan base. That's mm. all they do. Their job is not to build it for you. And I feel like that's what one of the one of the major problems that artists have. Now, I'm not speaking on artists who get booked on shows all the time and are always doing yeah. bigger. I'm talking literally the ones make, trying to get on. Exactly. It's not your job. The curators don't work for the artists. They work for the community. With, they work with the artists right. to help the community. They're just a bridging gap. Right. And if you give, have a good working relationship with those people, you can eventually create that where they will expand the already platform that you have. But you have to already have a platform. I was also seeing something that um, Nika was talking about. Shout out to Carpe Nika. Mm-hmm. Um, about how creatives in the city, especially Atlanta, because, I mean, we have a lot of black creatives, but creatives in the city are always hollering about no one supports me, support, 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 but you never see them out. And it's like, my nigga, how can you ask for something that you're not giving? Like, you don't come to the 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 shows that we have. You don't mm-hmm. have come to the showcase. You don't come to the A3C mm-hmm. social clubs. Mm-hmm. No one has seen you in the city dapping up other niggas, mm-hmm. actually taking a mixtape. You're just always, gimme, 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 mm-hmm. look at me. So it's like... Kind of in the same thing where it's like you just you're counting on 
the curators of the creative to society to like do your job and to get you popping. And it's like, yeah. you don't even be out. Not you gotta be you out. Don't even be out. Part of that to me also is you have a, people have this weird sense of how good they are as a person that mm. they don't realize only expands right apart, right further as you can step. Nobody outside of you gives a fuck about you, bro. And until you realize that, then you will start doing things that is worth the merit of people giving a fuck about you. Once you get that in your head, then you start doing things. Then you start putting yourself out there. Second of all, people do not want to step out their comfort zone. That is a scary thing to do. People are not comfortable with doing something that might make you seem less than cool. Mm-hmm. Yo, cool is not cool anymore. Stop trying to be cool. Stop right. trying to be popular. Stop trying to do that shit, my nigga. Do you. Doing you is the most cool and real shit that you can do in the world. Bam. Uh, my little spiel thing that I want to do, my little segment, is to highlight, to speak upon that while using an example, which is a, a group of, I don't want to just say artists, but just a group of individuals within Atlanta that I've watched for almost eight years do it what it is we want to do seeing people around them become successful and i use them personally as a beacon for whether or not i'm on a right path mm-hmm. with my business mind and that's um, those people money making bros so we talked about neek earlier that's one of the premier artists within their camp money making neek mm-hmm. um but they also got my my boy sino my boy sino and my boy um bo Three artists underneath them, but be, besides them, there's at least 50 to 100 different individual people who are vital to the success of their company and all know their successfulness within making sure that the company is thriving. Um, and they started in a college at West Georgia where mm-hmm. a group of niggas just decided they're going to do party promotion and starting to realize that they can do more than just party promoting and started putting their starting to team together and realize like, hey, we have some talented people around us. Let's start putting these people together. I always want to shout out like my boy Jers and KD because those two guys really as as an individual, as Hash, as an artist, Mm -hmm. showed me that there's a, if you put effort through it, you can step away from just being one of the other people in the crowd and really start putting your name out there and putting, and really building a face card. I didn't have a face card like that till then. And they were so organic with it. Like, I don't, they did, I, I had a conversation with them like a couple of days ago, and that's the first time I ever really told them these things because before that, we're all part of the game. So we all move and, like, I don't want y'all to know, like, yo, my nigga, y'all niggas not only just influenced me, but y'all really made me feel like I can do something. You know, and that's hard to tell another black man. Like, yeah. yo, you made me... F- I begin emotional when I think about that shit. Like, yo, I, I genuinely did not know how I wanted to market my life moving that's forward. I saw, yeah, I did. I not even just saw them... Yo, I sat in a room with them before mm-hmm. they went to perform as the quiet nigga. And they pulled me in. Like, no, my nigga, you... Talk. You need that though. You. Like I feel like back Yo, in the day, that's how the OGs were. And you it's understand? Like we but these niggas are not that much old. They're like a year I know, older. Than I know. So for the, but and it was just that yo, you gotta understand these are the same niggas who did broken bougie in the city. If you was in Atlanta, you know these niggas. Beer so. and tacos. Beer and tacos. Like you know, like Shit, yo, they they so sold out lit. the Phillips Arena. No one these even cared niggas. about little five points for real, for real until like beer and tacos. Yo, you're not like these, every artist who's ever done anything indie in Atlanta had to talk to them and touch them. You know these niggas. Mm-hmm. You understand? So they're like a staple for me as someone who not from Atlanta. 
but gets genuine support in Atlanta. So to me, the Atlanta don't support Atlanta is not that. You want something from Atlanta that Atlanta can't give you. Mm. You need to step out of Atlanta. I had a conversation with someone like Neek, and he says, yo, bro, Atlanta's going to support you when they feel like you're doing something worth being supported. Yo, get your ass out of Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Step out and go do other shows and other circuits and other venues. Prove to them niggas that, yo, you holding it down for Atlanta. When you go out there, rep Atlanta. Show them niggas that, cool. So then when you come back to Atlanta, Atlanta going to be like, yo, my nigga, you went out there on the streets. You on the road. You handled your business. You stepped off the porch. Right. And you held it down for Atlanta. So we got you. We got you. Right. But if you just in Atlanta, you just a complaining ass nigga in Atlanta like everyone else. And they not going for that shit, my nigga. Like, I definitely want... One day, post your date with Neek, to have a sit, like have them be able to come on here and talk. Like, why can't it be like before the date? So like then because you know, you're supposed it, to be having it like Thursday. So what you're saying that's true. Right. So <laughs> after that, whether it, so you you better put on your game face. Damn! What if the day is trash? Now I'm under so much pressure. Yes, you are. Not God. only for personal pressure. It's for personal pressure. and I'm gonna tell business. you like, listen. Mm-hmm. This is this is business and pleasure. Nah, don't just have a good time. Enjoy. Yourself. I like you as a person and also as a podcast. As a no, guest. I, yeah, he has a lot of insight. These guys are people who have seen. Nick is honestly, I've always told him this because it, it probably helps that we're both raised by our grandmothers and from up north. But Nick has like an old soul. Mm-hmm. Like anyone who, if you ever get the opportunity to sit and talk with him, like just sit and talk with him. Like he has so much wisdom. One of the best conversations I've ever had. Crazy, like such an inspiring, motivating. Damn, I feel like I'm like standing for my booth. Whatever. <laughs> I just You're jealous. No, nah, that's my man. You're bro. jealous. I've you're not coming to our wedding. Do nothing but shut up. MMB everywhere. You're not coming. That's fine. No MMB cake for you. Enjoy that. As long as I get my face, my uh, beard shit, I'll be alright. You're about to talk yourself out of some beard bomb also. You just reminded me. Stop it. <laughs> but yeah, I just I mean that's really it. We'll have I, I wanna have them there. I definitely wanna bring Nika on. Mm-hmm. These are people who are actually yeah, doing this stuff Nico in there, on. so I just want to have an opportunity to bring that feeling back. We had There was a time that I remember watching as a fan outside and then stepping into the circus. Yeah. It was like, yo, this shit is real. All the things that they tell you, that shit, you can do it legit. And I feel like something happened along the lines where we stopped having control of that. And they stop feeling authentic. And that's what I feel like get. people stop putting the work in. Like before it was a hustle. Everybody was if you was on Edgewood, you was there networking. Like mm-hmm. you wasn't there just turning the fuck up. You was at department store with your mixtape in hand. You was outside of that bitch with your cars. You was at the tapping on niggas' windows as they parking. Like I just feel like the hustle kind of stopped. And I honestly blame all the reality show shit in Atlanta because like Atlanta's like a hub for black reality mm. TV. And it's like niggas are seeing People on Love and Hip Hop taking the easy way out. We've never heard their music, but they're on the show in the studio every Monday. And it's like, oh, I don't have to do shit but get on Love and Hip Hop now, so I'm just going to work on my Instagram presence. I'm not going to actually be in the streets shaking hands and kissing babies. And I feel like that's where it kind of switched was when all the reality shows started being the thing in Atlanta and the, the way to secure the bag and secure all this stuff when it's like, People just forgot about just putting in good old-fashioned work. Put the work in. Mm. Go out and network. Half of these events, more than half of them are free at that. So it's like you don't really have an excuse not to be out with your name in the streets. You don't have an excuse not to dap up 
a nigga that's on stage. You don't have a reason to go to a show as small but as big at the same time as the BMI experience Mm -hmm. where it was like, what, 20 bucks? You don't have an excuse not to go. Like, you you literally, yeah, you literally looking at these people on stage and then five minutes later after this shit is done, they in the crowd talking to you. Like, they're not Hollywood. They don't bite. Like, they from where they're from here. They're they're your neighbors. They're whatever. They're your, your friendly neighborhood type of niggas. They're not. <laughs> you to be like, your friendly neighborhood type of niggas. I don't have a tagline. I'm very upset. It's okay. I didn't do mine today. See, I was struggling. Till you get yours, I won't do mine. Whatever. I'm really hurt about that. But anyways, yeah, like it's it's possible, and you we just gotta. I want niggas to really call shit what it is. Like fake love is not support reposting something yes, one time is not support like honestly going to somebody's show is support Shut, listen to me doing niggas is, is niggas support. have lives people are adults stop thinking shit is about you okay? i'm not saying it's no, about you i'm me. saying no, like if you want reciprocity I'm, yes but what i'm also trying to explain saying. to you is stop stop being upset that people can't show up stop if, they, if all they can do if all they can do is send you a retweet I appreciate the retweet. That's you not what I was saying. You're not in it for the support. I feel you like are that. in it for the beauty of it. And this is go back to what I keep saying. What are we doing this for? Are we doing this because I love doing it or am I doing it to get the gratification of I did it and I got a response back somehow? Let's just do it, my G. If no nigga ever show up, I can yo, my G, I have a show and I'll invite people and I know you showing up. And you'll be the only person there and I will kill that show for you. Because you showed up and that's fine. But I appreciate the same person who sent the retweet out like, yo, y'all niggas pull to my boy has show and didn't come because they had it, they just didn't feel like coming fuck it you sent me a retweet good enough thanks i don't expect shit from people i'm not saying that that is that that is the only way or that's not mm-hmm. support i'm just saying like as far as the city is concerned mm-hmm. we can touch each other so yeah. there's far there's really no excuse not to fuck with each other mm-hmm. like you can touch these people like i can run into you at linux i yeah. can run into you I just yeah, choose, fucking target. I just so choose like, to focus on the people who are doing that's instead of true. the people. I feel like that's we always talk about a lot about what these people aren't doing. Let's just start focusing on the people who are doing and the other people who aren't doing gonna feel so shitty they're gonna start doing. That's true. I I rather that's why I spent this time. I don't wanna I didn't wanna spend today talking about the people like everybody on Twitter is talking about what everybody's doing wrong and yo, let me talk about some people who are doing right. And then being them niggas is niggas who I watch do it right do it successful, and was able to do it with consistency. So we should have championed them. When we had the opportunity, when they was on, when and they were the niggas who was pulling everybody with them. Yeah. Look at all these niggas who blew up and not taking nobody with them. These niggas was taking everyone with them. When we had the chance, when, them niggas, when we was doing spoiled milk in the city, and them niggas was on part of that, when Big O was there, y'all should have niggas should have been on. Y'all should have rolled with them and not look at it like fake love. Or all, you should have just rolled with them niggas, bro, because they would have showed you love back. We would have all been eating. But you know what? We're going to get that back. We're working on it. We're going to get it back. And I'm going to have a good day on Thursday. I'm going to be mad cute. Hey, man, I'm having a good day right now. We are. Um, we about to go to this pool. I keep checking because Atlanta will rain on you in a minute, but it looks good. Yeah, you're going to be a little upset with me because I cannot pool tonight. You what? Today. I can't pool. You can't get in the pool? Mm-mm. Didn't I just say we were going to? No, no, yeah, we definitely were. Uh, I've been shooting, and I uh, got to go. What? What? I've been, I, I've been. You've been over here. What? 
orchestrating a pussy appointment what while we're recording. Excuse so me? now you can't swim with me because you got to go get some pussy. I love you. You are one of my closest and dearest friends. You tell that bitch to make you mac and cheese and beard balm. Don't do, that, shit. don't do that. Don't do that. I'm done. Don't I don't have <laughs> shit to say. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Trapicon. <laughs> Follow me on IG. I am Jamariah. Y'all can get this last beard bomb I got because it's oh, not that's anymore. Cool. No, chill out. And that's it. If y'all got anything you want to send us, DM me on Twitter. Follow us at Broadcast Podcast ATL on Twitter. Uh, we got a P.O. box, my nigga. Send us fan mail and panties. Mm. And yeah, fuck hash right now. Wow. I'm done. I can't believe you. Mm. We can't do what we... You tell her you already had plans. I did. Do you want to see these titties again? Oh, those are the titties you showed me. Stop Say your goodbyes. Bye, guys. I'm your friendly neighborhood stoner. We out. <laughs>